Hey guys, thank you for checking out Bucked Up. Just before we start, I would love if you'd hit the subscribe button, like, share the video. We have new episodes coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And starting in the new year, check out Wrapped Up exclusively on Vivo. This episode is sponsored by Exotic Roots Hydro, which I have to give a huge shout out to. They are a huge supporter of the podcast, and I'm really happy to be working with them. If you're ever in Rochester, New York, and you need to learn about any of your hydroponic needs, go to their shop. You can follow them at Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. Shout out their whole team. They have an amazing venue space. Uh, they're going to be putting on tons of events. Just make sure to follow Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. And if you're ever in Rochester, definitely stop by. Let's get back into it. It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Now he fucked 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 up. Now you have fucked up. That's the reason I said that is because at that event we were at, there was no smoke. So I was like. Because yeah, there was a no smoking building. Okay, I understand. Because yeah. I pull up everywhere like Blow it's a smoking, smoking yeah. building. Bro, I, I, tur- I would have turned into a smoking building, but you know, they're my people's, man. So, I, I, you know, I didn't want to get disrespectful with it, man. But, you know, we big time heavy smokers. Shout out to High Tolerance, man. Shout out to Rose, all his strains, you know. Big time. You can't smoke in a clothing store because that's nah, like no. they, all, they, don't uh, like they don't even be smoking trees. We can't do it. You get the, I'll get merch packs in the mail and it smells like weed. It's like oh, I you know, know what you were doing while you were packing this <laughs> yeah, shit up. That's how we packing this shit, my shit up. As soon as you open it up, it's gonna hit you like boof. I had to go. I get high before I go to the gym, but I had to work out Me today too. just for you. Like, oh, not yeah. just for you, but oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could not work out when I was coming to meet with you. Hey, yo, nah, you couldn't because, yo, no bullshit. That's a big part of who I am, man. My everyday thing, like the workout that keep my mind right. And, you know, it's so crazy because I thought I was the only one that get high before workout. Not many people do. People look at me crazy. Me when too, I do bro. That That's why shit. when you said it to me, I'm like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Because, yo, every time I'm yeah, but you're in you way high, better shape than me. <laughs> yo, bro, you know, I've been at it for years, man. That's right. why it started. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere. And then I just stayed at it. Why'd you me? get lied? You like, because that is like a decision you got to make in your life. Absolutely. Like to be healthy, you know? You you know, it's the health, man. But it's, it's, it's really the girls. You know what I mean? It's really like. You know, I'm trying to get on my Tupac LL shit. You feel me? I want, I got to be one of the guys on stage, shirt off. Yeah, you don't DMX. want Maggie's bitches. <laughs> nah, 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 you know, shout out. But you know, me personally, man, you know, I, I just try to keep it there. You know what I mean? Nah, for shit, real. Bro. Feel me? Definitely keeping in shape, man. Nah, I hate that because I was like on the road and I was eating all unhealthy and shit. And then I just feel like my mind's not at it and I'm not like working as well. So I do. I wasn't sure if it was like you keep your mind right. You keep your body right type shit. Absolutely. I feel like they, you know, they go together because, you know, my mind be playing tricks on me sometimes, man. And, you know, the hardest part about the gym is getting there. So like my mind be like, nah, bro. You already went to the gym four times this week. You don't need to go today, man. You got a headache. You ain't smoked. You ain't ate. And you know what I have to tell my mind? Fuck you, right? We getting in this gym today, man. You know what I mean? Because I tell everybody, 
you plant the seeds in the wintertime. So when the summertime come, you in full bloom. That's how I feel like right now is the time to go hard for everybody. If you stick to your shit, because think about it. Most people go to the gym. They have a resolution in January. And by February, it's over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's really mental, man. You just really got to stick with it, bro. And you know what I mean? My thing is, like, I do it definitely for health first. But, you know, the ladies second. When I'm on stage, I'm in full splendor. Bust it out. I don't think anyone's going to cheer if I do stand up with my shirt off. (laughs) 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 I'm going to walk the crowd. (laughs) Hey, you know, I'm telling you, man, they got, you know, it's chicks out here. They love the hustler gut. That's they a did, thing the, now. Yeah. The hustler yeah. gut. The, the teddy bear. I said, yeah. God damn, I did all this shit in the gym. I'm a hustler too. I just, God damn, but they talking about the hustler gut. That means it ain't nothing. This shit don't mean you a hustler no more. You got to have a gut with it. That means you eating. Yeah, it's like so that old King James shit. When you're Absolutely. old Kings, when they were fat, that means they were rich and shit. Yeah, I tell everybody, you know, back in the day, right? You know, the Kings... They didn't live long. You know what I mean? Because that's my thing. B.B. King, man. You know what I mean? But kings back in the day, they didn't live long. Actually, you know, the ones that they considered um, peasants and under them lived longer because, you know, as a king, you have a fucking pig on the table with the apple in the mouth, a whole baby calf up there, five chickens, three turkeys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can eat whatever you want. So it's like now it's like, Food, man. Food could kill you faster than a bullet. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's for real. Well, I think about that like longevity wise. Like, would I rather like deal with my health now? Like, that's why I started like running. Like, mm. I started running, go like heavy. Like, I try to run like probably three to five miles, four to five times a week. That's good, bro. That's good, bro. Because you know what they say. I always tell my people, man, that I love, you know what I'm saying? Don't wait until the doctor tell you because by then it might be too late. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? And I get sad for people when I like I want to be like, I don't the longevity of it. Like, I know that it's, you're going to have to deal with it at some. It's like anything. It's like if you don't deal with it right now, then you're going to have to deal with the consequences. Absolutely. Later. Absolutely. And I agree. And one thing about me, you know, what I'm saying, well, I, I start thinking the thing that really touched me. I'm like, you got to be around for the kids, man. You know what I'm saying? Like. So you got to watch your health and what you eat, man. You got to be here for the kids. So that really, that's what really drove me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying I'm not perfect. I still fuck up, but it's all about the balance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a balance with this fool shit, man. Because, you know, I tell my boys like, yo, Wendy's the ops, McDonald's the ops, KFC the ops. Cause it's it's for real, man. It's like I easy. said, it's easy. Cause when you get hungry, the first thing you want is like, what's the quickest Absolutely. thing? Absolutely, that's why they call it fast food. You get it fast. You know what I'm saying? But anything fast ain't good except for this fast life, baby. <laughs> what side? I'm on the wrong side. Where we go right there? <laughs> except for that fast life, baby. Anything fast ain't good for you. No, but I feel that. Like, do you feel like you have to with when shit start? Cause you've been grinding and working for a long ass time yes, and i, I uh, i'm really happy for everything that's going on with you for real thank you brother but it's hard to then balance everything for longevity like 
how much time am I going to put into this? How much time am I going to put into this? Like, whether it be family, friends, uh, mental health, physical health, work, like promoting that work, like definitely social media, like you do social media crazy. I do. <laughs> you do it like Jay and I talk about it all the time. We really love how you do your shit. Thank you, bro. Because sometimes people, you know, for me, I feel like quality over quantity, right? So, you know, I'm not the guy that's posting every day, but, you know, every time we post, you know what I'm saying, we're going to make it a spectacle. And, you know, like one thing about me is like, you know, I love the Internet. You know what I'm saying? For me, it's like the gift and the curse with the net. You know what I mean? So, you know, you just got to be involved with everything. You definitely have to be, you know what I'm saying, making moves on the Internet and posting and, you know, algorithm is important. Do you run that shit yourself? Absolutely. All right. I got other people that do things certain days, but, you know, yeah. on a day to day basis, we hands on boots on the ground. I like I have to use social media to grow the shit, but I like the idea of just having a flip phone and living life. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, yo, you're doing your thing, man. I see you moving, man. The podcast is growing. And my thing is, well, I wanted to be a part of it. Because I see this being big. I see the potential in it already. That means a lot. And for when you invited me to that event that we did with like all the Boston, Massachusetts. Makers. Yeah. yeah, the top. The it top showed the, top. the love that you have for the like the state, not just the city, but the state of Massachusetts. And like, I appreciate that. It's funny that Struggle Mike from Buffalo brought us together. But like... it is crazy. <laughs> and, you know, I love I love Massachusetts. I love New England. I love the culture. I love everything about it. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing me and my brother, Longley, my brother, Rock Ducati, we stood for. We stood for making New England look good. Not just Boston. Not just Boston because it's bigger than just Boston. We really set out on making New England look good. And still to this day, man, that's what I'm here for, man, just to make us look good. Same thing you doing. You think it's starting to happen more? Like, I feel like a lot of shit's really like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm excited for 2022 because I feel like this year was one of our best years as a city. You know, with everybody that's out here. You know, what I mean, I feel like we got one of the best teams on the court right now to win a championship. Definitely. I'm going to nod like I know about sports, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got too much time doing my shows. I don't... <laughs> yo, me, yo, bro, no, no real language. You know what I'm saying? I love sports, but like, I'm not the guy watching it every day. But yeah. I know what's going on because I'm like you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like an after halftime guy. Yeah. I like the third and fourth quarter because I like action. You know what I'm saying? So like the first and second I, you know, I mean, I'm, I kind of get bored. How long have you been grinding nonstop as such like, but like, how long have you been like on this grind that you're on right now? How many years? Sheesh. Man. Honestly, man, I just feel like I've been doing this shit since I was a kid, man. You know what I mean? Literally, like, you know, I was doing rap before it got the cool thing for everybody to do. You know, I say, man, I've I probably been pushing this shit, man, almost like going on two decades now. 
literally like you know professionally mm, i'll say been over you know what i'm saying about good 15 years 14 15 years professionally but you know overall grinding like doing talent shows you know what i mean rapping on the block going to different cities rapping with the best rappers from nate from nate hood man i've been doing this shit for like 20 years like literally you know what i'm saying since i was a kid and you know sometimes i think like you know I'm a young OG, so people get it confused because I've been doing it so long since I was a kid. You know, I tell people, if you go take a look at the Smoke Did It video, you know what I mean? We was like a little fucking, like, one of these uh, Bow Wow or one of these guys, like, you know what I mean? Soldier Boy, we swimming yeah. in the clothes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you take a look at the old video, like, you know what I mean? I was a teenager back then when I first got signed to Sony. So, you know, I, I just, one thing about me, I just stayed planted by the water, you know what I'm saying? And I, I just never let nothing sway me. And I just stuck to my guns, man. And you know what I'm saying? We here now. Damn. That's a long ass time to keep going. <laughs> yeah. But you know what it is? People don't like people don't think you got to do that. Nah, <laughs> because, you know, I, I heard someone say, man, overnight success is 20 years. And I agree. You know, one thing, one thing about me. Like, you know, it started off with me, you know what I'm saying, with my friends, R.I.P., my dog, G-Set, my man, Nancy. We used to be in the crib, you know what I mean? And I, I just remember, you know, it was my man Nas' birthday, actually. Over. So happy birthday. Happy but, birthday. you know, we, we used to sit in the crib and listen, you know, I used to just rap off the instrumentals and have songs like that before I ever stepped into a booth in the studio. And what we used to do is, like, you know, we used to have, we used to have, um, we used to have the chicks come over, right? They used to be like, man, yo, Smee, put put that on, yo, rap that that joint you did on that beat, you know what I mean, the other day. And that that was my reaction. That was my crowd. Like, my friends, my brother, they was my first fans. You know what I'm saying? They let yeah. me know, like, what I was doing. I was in the right lane and I was doing the right thing. Were you showing people it or were you, like, sly with it before that? Nah, man, you know, I knew since I remember I was in like the seventh or eighth grade and I remember a kid came to school with like a little demo tape and when he played it for everybody, I was seeing like the clout that he got off that shit and how people was reacting to it. It made me like, damn, always wanted to do that. Let me try and see if I could do it. And you know what I mean? And when I went home, it took me like, you know what I'm saying, a day or two. I end up writing the rap. You know what I'm saying? I remember because I was asking a few of the big homies like, man, yo, can you ghost me something? Because I didn't think I could do it at first. So after they <clears throat> they fronted on me a few times, I went and tried it out myself. And when I memorized it, I went back to school. I spit that shit for my classmates. They didn't believe it was me. They didn't believe I wrote that shit. They thought I got it from somewhere else. So ever since that day, I knew I had something. And every, ever since then, you know, it was always somebody that could dribble better than me, that could jump out of me, could catch better than me, run faster than me. But when it came to this rap shit, nobody could fuck with me. And that's when I knew I had some. What kept you going? Like? The love, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell anybody, the rap 
was my first girlfriend. I was rapping before I got a piece of pussy. I'm going to keep it real. Like, you know, I was a virgin rapping. Nah, that's some real shit. I told yeah. <laughs> like, so that's how, that's what I'm saying. It's a love. That was like my first girlfriend. Yeah. So for me, it's a love. It's deeper than rap. You know what I'm saying? No point intended, but it's deeper than rap. I've been doing this shit, you know what I'm saying, for so long. It's a love. And like, I done been through so much shit that the average person would have gave up by now. You know what I'm saying? Right, because you did it your whole life. So you're living a full ass life while you're still pushing at like definitely the craft. Definitely. So, you know, and then another thing for the love for me is making my city look good. And I was born to be one of the breadwinners for Boston, New England. You know what I mean? Like I knew since a kid that was my calling. So that's another thing that drive me to prove to motherfuckers that this Boston rap shit here to stay. You feel me? Yeah. When you were like, when you wrote that rap, like looking back, do you see where you're at now or is this a completely different path? Then? Man, since, you know, back then, I never, you know, I kind of did. No, no cap whatsoever. Like after that first rap, I just knew I was destined for greatness in the city of Boston. You know what I mean? Like that was just, I just felt it was my calling from God. Like he put me on this earth to represent this shit to the fullest and take it to the next level. So as a, at a very young age, man, I knew this was what I wanted to do. You think you were given that or do you think you found it? I was blessed with it. I was adorned with it, you know, by the creator of all things. You know what I'm saying? Because I tell people all the time, you know what I'm saying? A talent, you could work at it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the 10,000 hour thing. You know what I mean? You put in 10,000 hours on something, you're destined to be great. But a gift is something from God. And I feel like I got a gift. Like I'm not, I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm not a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I'm not writing raps every day. You know what I mean? I write it when I feel it, when it come to me. It's like a feeling, like, you know what I'm saying? It's something divine. It's like when motherfuckers, you know, not to say, you know, when somebody be in church and they get the Holy Ghost, right? It's like the same thing for me. You know what I mean? I get the, I get the Holy Ghost when it come to this music and it just like, it, it, it just comes to me naturally. It's not like a forced thing. Like I said, ever since I was a kid, I've been able to do this shit naturally and compete on a high level. But I tell people all the time, coming from Boston, it's like the Boston Marathon. It's not a sprint. You feel me? So my path compared to somebody else from another major city is three times that. Yeah. See what I'm saying? And that's what's I like. I got chills when you say that because I just that's how I describe like my jokes like. I don't I don't know why this took off the way it did other than just like God, like I don't what however you however you take that word people listening. I don't want people to get all weird, but it's like I think the universe I was like given this and I think that's what shows me my passion and my drive and people I was asked I went to speak at my college Wheaton. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple weeks ago nice. and this uh, student shout out Onyx asked like 
do you think you can do this because you're you or do you think anyone can do this? Good question. And it took me aback. And I think I lied in the moment and said anyone could do it. But I think you have to have that feeling where it's like, this is the reason that the universe put me here. Like, Absolutely. if you don't have that feeling with it, then you're not on that path. Yeah. Or you're eventually going to give up. It's yeah. just like the thing like we was talking about the gym. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the bodybuilders and the guys with the nice bodies are the one that stick with it. It's the same thing with the music. It's the same thing with anything that you do. You have to put in the reps. You have to put in the time. You have to put in the energy. You know what I'm saying? You got to take your wins with your losses. It's like a season. It's like a season playing basketball or baseball. You're going to have wins and losses, but the ultimate goal is to win the championship. And I, that's where we at. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the playoffs for me right now, baby. You know what I mean? Same thing with you, man. We pushing. And, you know, just... just I see how far I came to be able to, you know, us to be in a great establishment like this, like Sneaker Jump Junkies, and to be able to do an interview, because this is a spot where, you know, personally, you know, I come through and I buy gear here, you know what I'm saying? I'm heavy in here, so it's it's, it's definitely crazy to see me going from shopping in here to doing an interview in here, so that's big for me. Not even, it's crazy for me to be here. I was driving into the city, not like who the fuck am I? But like, I'm 24 years old. Like I get wow. scared that I'm going to get knocked off my path. Like I get scared that like, what's going to like, I'm 20. I get worried. Like, that's why I love talking to you. And I want to hear this. Cause it's like, I need advice to, so I won't like, what's going to keep my head sane. Cause like, mm-hmm. I'm honored to be here. Like this shit just kind of Fuck, I outworked anyone. Like, I, I don't Absolutely. want it to, I, I outwork, I work hard. Like, I, that's not it, but it's like, it's scary, you know? I'll work on an outweigh talent any day, brother. Any day. Talent's you know the foot in the door. You got to work hard after that. And even then, I tell anybody, if you look at all the great moguls in the game, you know, the guys that's billionaires, the guys that's, you know, 100 millionaires, you know, a majority of them don't rap. You look at the ditties, you know, he rap when he want to. You look at the babies. You look at the guys that's really, you know what I'm saying, that been in this for a long time doing it. Of course, you got the Rosses, the Jay-Zs that do rap and do it great on both levels. But a lot of these guys, they're not rappers. So that tell you right there, man, you know what I'm saying? Business is number one. In this game, business is, I say, 99.9% of this shit because you really don't have to be super talented. It got to be your work ethic. And, you know, one thing I go off, I tell people all the time, you can have the talent of a Bugatti, right? And somebody got the talent of a motherfucking 95 Buick. But, you know, for me, I look at drive as like the gasoline in your tank. So that Bugatti could be on empty. But if that Buick, that 95 Buick tank full, they going to get to the destination before the Bugatti do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about, man, your work ethic, your grind, and you know what I'm saying? What you willing to sacrifice? What you willing to put in for this game? You know what I'm saying? Because the game going to give you what you put in. It ain't going to give you none less. What was your biggest sacrifice? Shit. I feel like the time away from my family, you know what I'm saying? Pushing this music shit. I feel like that's the biggest sacrifice for anybody in this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Absolutely. You said that rap was your like first love. I feel that. Like I feel like in the end, my art like comedy has to be like the love of my life if I'm never Absolutely. gonna give up. Like that's or like that's such a whatever. Like my art has to be the love of my life, but that's a scary thing, especially to admit or to tell people, you know, because if people don't feel that, they might not understand. <clears throat> Definitely. I mean, with this shit. Is valleys and peaks where, you know, your comedy career is going to be valleys and peaks and there's going to be people that tell you you're not doing the right thing. But, you know, one thing about that shit, you got to keep the horse blinds on your eyes. If you ever see a horse in a race, you know what I mean? They got the horse blinds on so it don't distract them from the goal. The goal is to win the race. So all that shit that's going on on the side of them, you know, the horse blinds keep them away from that and they stay focused on the goal. And that's what I feel like. You got to have them horse blinds on, bro, because they're going to try to knock you off your pivot. You know what I'm saying? But if this is what you really want to do, this your dream, you got to stick to your guns, man. Yeah, you just got to be a little tank, just fucking rolling through everything. Never stop. Absolutely. Like now you gotta be the uh what what was that shit? What was that? The little boat that can? Uh, the little engine that the could. little engine that <laughs> can. There we go. Nah, but it is the marathon. <laughs> it is the like the long. And you, the first thing you said was business, mm -hmm. and that's something that like I want to shout out Jay for is like teaching me like you got to build longevity of like, yeah, your art's cool, but like you got to build business around that to keep you going. A lot of people fall off because they don't have the, Absolutely. the things back in them. Like, and that's, you know, that's why, you know, I got great guys around me like Brandon, you know what I'm saying? Cause he keep me in that zone. Sometimes I won't wild out and you know what I mean? I, I just call him and we have a good conversation. And by the end of the conversation, you know, we back on the right playing field. Cause as an artist, you are like you are crazy. Like I want to party. Like I want I want to go crazy yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like yeah. I enjoy the crazy life. You know. You gotta have people. You know what I'm saying. That you trust. You know what I mean. That you could talk to like that, and that could be real with you, and tell you things like that. Because this shit is business. No matter what, you know what I mean. Everybody look at. They want to get in the game for the glamour and the glitz. You know what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, this shit's a business. It's called the music business. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's called the rap game, but at the end of the day, this shit a business, man. And if you don't have a business mind, eventually you're going to lose. Do you feel like that was the turning point? Like getting the business mindset? Mm, for me, my business mind sat in with being an artist coming in this game so young that my parents had to sign my contract. You feel me? Damn. So when I came in this game, you know, I was fucking with a few different people. I, I was signed to a few different people, you know, coming up as a youngster, you know what I mean? I was a young kid, but I always had that business mind. So I will always see the trap stars. You feel me? I remember, you know what I mean? Like my dog, I just got off the phone with him. You know what I'm saying? Um, His older sister, her boyfriend at the time, you know, we used to live on a hill when that nigga used to come by with the motherfucking, the, uh, the midnight blue beamer. You know what I'm saying? Stunting. 
You feel me? And every time he rolled by me, the light bulb would just pop over my head like, that nigga got money. We need to convince him to put this money up for this rap shit. You know what I mean? And I was a, I was a young kid with that mind. And I finally convinced him to put up the money. And that's how I put out my first CD. And then after that, you know what I mean? The levels just moved up. And then I, I, I met somebody else that was heavily in the game. You feel me? To invest into my career. But what I learned was when they took their losses, I took a loss. You feel me? So when they felt like, damn, I don't want to do this shit no more for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the reason had to be warranted. You know what I mean? But at yeah. the end of the day, as a kid, you don't understand that shit. So it's like after a few heartbreaks and, you know, guys basically tapping out on me, you know what I mean, a few times. And then the next guy that I got, he ended up getting, you know what I mean, arrested by the feds when I was on Sony. So that kind of fucked up my deal a little bit because he was the one that was the head of the business at the time. You feel me? Yeah. I was just being a rapper. So after those times, man, and I found myself like searching, like trying to find a way, like lost without no navigation, I said, you know what? That's when Life of Life was born. Because I remember the day me and my brother, we was like, yo, we ain't letting this shit go down like that no more. You know what I'm saying? And when I think about that shit, it really touched my heart because I just remember that day we was like, yo, we going to get out here, grind, put up our own money, and this shit us. Fuck it. We lose, we going to lose on our own recognizance. And ever since then, man, you know what I'm saying? I've been the CEO. I've been the artist. I've been the president. You know what I mean? And everything on my label, man. I, and I, you know what I'm saying? Up until recently, to our partner up with Maybach Music. Salute with the boss. That. Definitely. That's crazy. And he's like going back when I was 16 years old. Shit, my dad would take me to like Rick Ross concerts. And I have pictures Movie. with him when I was 16. Like Movie. my dad would love them like crazy. Pops the man. But he's the, he's a business mindset. Like he's the longevity in it. Like that's why I love you guys partnering because I feel like it's the same mindset. Definitely. And, you know, Rosé is the goat with that. You know what I'm saying? As far as establishing businesses, you know what I'm saying? And making them flourish and taking businesses to the next level. And, you know, that's one thing that I'm learning from him. Entrepreneurship. Because me, I've always been an entrepreneur. Always been business minded. But Ross is next level. Yeah. So... When I, I learned from him, it's deeper than rap. You have to establish business. You have to have 10 to 20 different sources of income. You know what I'm saying? You have to create those different incomes because it's about, like you said, longevity, right? And after a while, the rap shit, it's an expiration date on it. That's for anybody. You know, some guys are lucky enough to stick around. But while you sizzling, you want to establish other establishments. So when the rap shit comes sizzling down, you're still able to be great. You're still able to live your life. You're still able, you know what I'm saying, to provide for lineages. And that's my goal. You know what I'm saying? Generational wealth. And you can bring that into the city. like. 
back to Boston, like move that into a. That's important. That's my plan, bro. Because as we sit here, this is a part of the creation of the Boston industry. Because for a long time, it wasn't an industry. You know what I'm saying? Guys like Brandon is a big part of that, bringing this shit together because it's important. You go to New York, you go to L.A., it's a scene there. You know what I'm saying? In Boston, for a long time, it wasn't a scene. We had to establish a scene. And like I said, right now, I feel like we at our strongest point that we ever been. Right now. You know what I'm saying? As a team. Not as an individual, because me, I don't have my wins as an individual, but it's really not about that. At the end of the day, it's about the city. It's about the land. It's about the dirt, making that shit rich, making the soil rich so other seeds can grow out of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't want this shit to be a barren land. We want this shit to be rich, the soil to be rich so other seeds can prosper and grow out of this shit, man. You know what I mean? That is my ultimate goal. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by the podcast Woody Two Shoes, hosted by comedian Thatcher Wood. Other than being a really good friend, Thatcher is one of the funniest comedians and podcasters I know. A Woody Two Shoes is available on all podcast platforms. It's a comedic podcast where he interviews a different interesting person each week, and they get into a bunch of different topics. Uh, you should subscribe to his YouTube channel too. At 100 subscribers, he's given away merch. At 500 subscribers, he's given away a PS5. That's right. Yeah, a PS5. So make sure you go subscribe to Woody Two Shoes on YouTube and uh, follow Thatcher on Instagram at Wood Two Shoes. Two is in the number. Wood Two Shoes on Instagram. Let's get back into it. Why do you think there wasn't that here before? Um, you know, the crabs in the barrel mentality, you know, uh, we don't got to tap into names and shit like no, that, of course, but no. I just feel like, you know, it was older artists that, and maybe it wasn't their fault because Boston has never yet to have at, on a rap tip. They're Tom Brady. They're Larry Bird. Right? Yeah. We had it in the sports. You know, we had Big Poppy. We had Bill Russell. We had Paul Pierce. But in the rap game, we haven't had that yet. So it's like, it's like Game of the Thrones in Boston, right? Everybody want this seat. Everybody want the seat, man. You know what I mean? So I, I just feel like. It just for years, man, it just was a crab in a barrel rat race mentality. You that know what I'm saying? Everything. Like, Absolutely. The it day, does. The day before I started this podcast, I was at a show and everyone except for one friend, shout out Thatcher Wood. Everyone told me not to start a podcast because there were too many podcasts. That's crazy. Like, there's no, there's not a pie with a certain amount of slices. Like mm -hmm. everyone can win if you fucking put the work in. Absolutely. And people want, everyone has fans. Like you, people keep getting, want more content. Like, 
That's why my producer studios is called too much content. It's because there's never too much content. There's never enough content. And the whole thing is like you said about the pies, right? You know, look how many different goddamn pizza pies it is. Look how many different pies you got. You can get a pineapple pie. You can get a pepperoni. You can get an anchovy. You get an anchovy and a pineapple and a pepperoni, (laughs) right? So it's enough to go around, man. Whether you an anchovy pizza or you a motherfucking pepperoni, you still a slice. But people think it's cheese and pepperoni. That's it. That's what I'm saying. All cheese, man. So, you know, the thing with me, another thing that keeps that gives me drive and I, I love I get the kick out of proving motherfuckers wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When they doubt me and they think it's over. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I'm a big wrestling fan, right? And I used to love when motherfuckers thought it was over for Hulk Hogan, right? And Hulk Hogan, he'd be on the ground. They'd be doing the tag. They'd be like, one, <laughs> two. And that motherfucker be like, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then, when he do that shit right there, you know that leg drop coming. It about to be game over. And you know what I'm saying? That's how I look at Bolger. Like, just like this shit's a marathon. Just like going back to the Boston Marathon, right? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't make it over Heartbreak Hill. A lot of people, that's where they give up. That's where they quit. Once they get to Heartbreak Hill, they tap the fuck out. Me? That's where I'm at. I'm at Heartbreak Hill right now. And then I, I just be saying, I need people like you along the side, man. Just give me a drink of water on my motherfucking journey on this marathon. I'm still running. I don't stop. I the water might spill or whatever, but I'm gonna drink that motherfucker down and I'm gonna keep going. You feel me? So yeah. I tell anybody, man, it's a marathon. If you thinking it's a hundred yard dash, you ain't gonna make it. And people get so discouraged, like by shit not working. But you, that's why you can't do it for anyone else. You gotta do that shit for you, like. If you win that, if you run that marathon, you don't win shit. If we're keeping on that analogy, like you don't win shit other than the pride that you feel in yourself. And that's how I feel about this. Like, I don't care what comes from it other than the like pride. I feel good at like how I feel about it. And in that, in turn, other people want to see that. Because the love, like I told you, taking it back to the love. If you got love for something, the money going to come. It's only, it's, it's inevitable. You know what I'm saying? It's a matter of time before the money come. And anybody, you know, they saying, oh, yeah, the podcast, it ain't, man. Motherfuckers is getting million-dollar checks for for this. You know? Like, the way you moving, psh, ball stool about to call. 2022. Smoke said it first. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That means a lot. Like, damn. Thank you, man. Bro, I'm, I'm serious, man. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when B got at me, I said, yeah, we definitely got to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I, I see the potential. And, and you know what I mean? What homie doing, man? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we just talking about you just did some real big interviews. You know what I'm saying? You know I'm what doing mean? one right now. As Shit, absolutely. we're doing a huge one at Sneaker Junkies. Like, this is- absolutely. This is major. You know what I'm saying? Look at the seats we send in. You know throne. what I mean? The throne. So I, I just I just feel blessed, man. You know what I'm saying? To be able to have this conversation, you know, to be able, you know, for my, anybody out there, I look at all the greats. When I do an interview, you know what I'm saying? 
I want to be able to put pieces of jewelry, man. You know what I mean? To put jewels in the jewelry box. And for me, the jewelry box, that's your mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what we here for, big dog. When people are saying that you can't do it, it's just them that telling themselves they can't do it. You know, like it's the resistance in their mind. Yeah. Like, you know, I tell people all the time, like, if you look at the rap game, rap is still fairly new. You know what I'm saying? Um, rap compared to every other genre is a baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we still learning. We still coming up. That's like for me, like my pops, big supporter of my music now. But it took a long time to get there. You know what I mean? But he also did sign your first deal. Absolutely. Now, the thing is, though, but I had to prove to him, you know what I'm saying? Because it was times when, you know, pops from the old school. So he came up playing ball. He was a real good ball player. And me, you know what I'm saying? At times, you know, me being a lefty, shit, once upon a time, man, I had a wicked jump shot. So, you know, that's the kind of lane that he wanted me to go into. So the rap shit was like a pipe dream, you know what I'm saying, for him, especially when I started this shit. So through the years, through the work, I had to prove to him. And it then, you know, when he really started believing in this shit, we woke up one morning and he go get the Boston Herald every day. He got the Boston Herald one day and he, he looked at the front page. And I was on that motherfucker with like four chains on and all my splendor, you know what I'm saying? And he called me and woke me up like, ow, ow, I couldn't. I was like, damn, I thought something happened. And he was so excited, man. And it's like, ever since that day, you know what I'm saying? That's what I say. You got to prove people wrong. You got to show them because they might not know. You know what I'm saying? When That's why I tell anybody, your parents, they want the best for you. They want you to be a doctor, a lawyer, an architect, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like the rap shit, the, you know, the podcast thing. They don't see the success like that every day in that. So you have to prove to them. And, you know, you should have fun in proving to them. You should take it as, you know, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I was born to do. So it shouldn't be like a task. And, you know, people, for me, people say, damn, how you keep going? Because I love this shit. I eat, sleep, shit, this rap shit, this music shit. When you, you know what I'm saying? When you get something like a cover, do you enjoy it? Do you get to enjoy it? Or is that just like another thing and you move like it's just like, oh, that's cool. I have to go on to the next thing. Man, for me, being on the front of the Boston Herald. Man, I hit the motherfucking roof. Anytime I see anything or I do anything, it's like a new feeling for me. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm always trying to, I'm trying to chase that feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, that that shit put a new energy in me every time. I feel like it put a new, another quarter in my tank because it let me know that I'm doing the right thing. And getting support from the city. Absolutely. Do you feel like you always got there? Do you feel like you needed to like go away to then come back and get it? For me, I feel like I was one of the fortunate ones, all right, to where I got support from the city early, you know, 
I feel like I was shown support, you know, from, you know, different certain lanes. I didn't get support, but that grew over the years. You know what I'm saying? At the time, the right people wasn't in position. That got a lot to do with it, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At those times, it might not be the right person in position that want to see you win or they might not see your vision. So I had to work through that and I outlasted all of those guys to where now, you know what I'm saying? I get the support from the city. You know, it's a few more, you know what I mean? It's always room for more support. Yeah. Right. But I feel like that's all up to you because people going to go off of your energy. So if they see you moving, they going to move. They see you take 10 steps, they're going to take 10 or take 20. But if you out here bullshitting, ain't nobody going to support that. Well, that's what I loved about that event we had is like, yeah, you signed to Ross, but you brought it back to the city and you made it like, what can the people in the city get? Like, enjoy this, like put it on for the it's not like you just left and did that. Like you can use that and put on, as you say, build a foundation. Absolutely. And, you know, Boston is my launching pad, right? So it's important for me to cater to my city. You know what I'm saying? To share this moment with my city, right? To bring it back. It's to me, that was kind of like, and you know, I make a lot of sports analogies. You feel me? Because we from the city of champions. So for me, that was like the parade ride to show everybody the trophy. You feel me? Yeah. And that is that I, that's important to me. So to share that moment with other great minds, you know what I'm saying? The other people that's on the front line with this scene, it was special. Definitely. What do you see for the future? Like now, now for Boston, like what do you what do you want? Like what do you see for? I see Boston being up there with the Atlantis, the New Yorks, the LAs, the Chicago's, the Floridas. I see us finally making our mark inside of this game. But it's gonna take, you know what I'm saying? We still kinda got the the crab in the barrel mentality, you know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of these bigger artists, a lot of artists that got names out here, we need to start coming together, man, you know what I'm saying? And working together. You know what I mean? We ain't got to be buddy-buddy because I ain't really out here to make too many friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here to make money. But when it comes to the city and for the overall look of the city, that's why Atlanta is who Atlanta is. You know what I mean? You're going to get Thug on the record with Future. You're going to get Future on the record with Baby. You're going to get Future Thug and Baby on the record together. You're going to get Gunner on that record. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. See, in Boston, the camaraderie has to be different. It has to change. You know what I'm saying? We can't look at each other like we playing tennis, right? We got to look at this shit like it's a football game or a basketball game and we all on the same team and somebody got to throw the ball. Somebody got to catch that motherfucker. Somebody got to line up to kick. Somebody got to kick it through the goals. And that's how I see it. I feel like 
like you don't have any projects out on like major streaming like albums and shit like hey i feel like that draw like that could be a change yes you know you know my new project coming out on Maybach music my first project 100 million ain't enough top of the year now and that's your first project ever out on street like major yes. streaming platform yes and like you know made in the last shit it's been a long time man since i put out a full project and i tell everybody for me that's a blessing right because i've been able to maintain my position and still be at you know what I'm saying? The top of the realm in Boston off of records alone. And I watch guys put out a lot of projects and me, it just been off of singles. You know Why? What I mean? Music. Um, With me, honestly, always searching for the perfect moment, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that, my brother Rock, Long live my brother Rock, man. He used to always tell me, yo, Smeeze, man, you got to put out this fucking music, man. Like, bro, you treat this shit like the Book of Eli. You ever seen that movie with Denzel? Yeah. Yeah, my brother used to always tell me that shit. Like, bro, you got to put this shit out, man. You you treat this shit like the Book of Eli. Now, that come from me being a perfectionist. Always want my shit to be, you know what I mean? I'm always shooting for a classic. And now, mind you, I got fucking 300 songs and a laptop, right? But it just never been a project that I put out. And another thing was when my brother passed away, I was kind of focusing on my team. So the few projects that I did put out was like compilations. Yeah, but 20 years is a long time to look for a moment. Yeah, but nah. When I say 20, I mean how long I've been rapping, not how long I've been taking this shit serious. You know what I mean? Because I'll be like within the last. No, I, but st- like any, however long it is, like it's a long time to find that moment. Absolutely. And it must feel special to be at that moment. Or is it scary or is it? It's a little bit of both. I'll be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Because like. People don't judge you. They're not going to judge you off of what you did to get here. They judge you off of what you do when you get there. So it's like, okay, you want Maybach music, what you going to do with it? You know what I mean? And and that is the thing for me, to show everybody, to prove to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we planted by the water. And we really going to make this shit happen for the city. You know what I mean? And, and, And finally, finally. Get that win in the finals. But people probably who don't like see that and they're like, oh, but you've been fucking working with them for 10 plus years. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like this is still a long process. People think it takes you said tw- like 10 years to be an overnight success or 20 mm-hmm. years to be an overnight success. It's like now nah, the grind. you have to put the grind and the timing to find that moment. You got to chisel away to get the statue. Yeah. And, you know, just like you said, that um, chisel away. It's like um, the meme. You ever seen a meme where the guy's in a cave and he's chipping away? 
and he's chipping away and the dime is right there and he got like a little ass thin layer and yeah. you just turn around. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what this game's like. You got to, like you said, you got to keep chipping away at this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And and like I said, coming from where we from, coming from New England, we apart. It's like, you know, Christopher Columbus, when he fucking first landed, like, we some of the first, the new founders. So it's like, excuse me, it's like, this is all new territory. So we're still learning as we go along, as we're building this foundation. You know what I mean? I'm one of the forefathers of this shit. I'm not the originator, but this new era, definitely one of the forefathers. You are, and you can do it. And it's, you're showing that it can be proven. Like, even after such a, like, uh, like you said, it's the best year, which I agree, but that's coming off of what some people would say is like the worst time. Like you have to be able to adapt to the situation. Absolutely. I think that's what Absolutely. it proved is that, all right, we can adapt. Like if you can adapt to what happened, then you can adapt to anything. And that shows the true people who are going to pull through and be the next chapter who adapted. Definitely. And I agree. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I take pride in being able to adapt. I take pride being a chameleon in this game. I take pride being able to blend in with my surroundings. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of the things that been able, you know, to keep me at the forefront. But I it's bigger than Boston. You know what I'm saying? At this point, it's about taking this Boston shit nationally no not only nationally worldly and and making an impact and making it stick and last forever you know what i'm saying and i know i can't do it by myself i know i can't do it by myself but with the great supporting cast that we have right now it definitely could be done man salute thank you so much for doing this for real for real, like this is an honor. Thank you to Sneaker Junkies for having us. Shout out like, to Sneaker Junkie, man. This is just the beginning. Like every time a success happens, it's just the beginning to another. Like every time you get to the top of a hill, there's a mountain next to it. Absolutely. And you know, it's it's just this whole night, this is historic in itself, right? We on Newberry Street. You know what I mean? Every time Ross come to Boston. He like, man, I got to go to Newberry, man. We got to see what they got over there, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the fashion side, because, you know, for me, the fashion is important. Like the rap, them shits go hand in hand. You know what I mean? So that's like me, man, my DG collectives. We pushing, you know what I'm saying? Like this piece right here. That jacket's hard and shit. Look, man, you know, I got to get up to show in the back, man, if we could. All in there. Yeah, the fast life, man, you know? Designed by yours truly. So, you know, I got this hat actually out of here, man. If you got this shit is clean with the, you know, the it matched the jacket. Off top. As soon as the I first came, thing you walked man, in, saw that. And you shit. see that? Yeah. See, that shit that's meant to happen. You know what I mean? That shit was just staring at me. As soon as I came through the door, it was on the shelf. And I said, yo, I got to wear that in the interview. Yeah. You know what I mean? So shout out to Sneaker Junkie. You know what I mean? And shout out to you, bro, for having me, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a blessing to be able to share this platform with you, bro. Man, it's a blessing to have you on. This is the beginning, man. I can't wait. 
five years, ten years looking back at this shit. Me too. You know, seeing where that shit goes. That's- Absolutely, man. You know what I mean? And I know. And I'm excited for the album drop. We didn't even talk about music. The entire, like, I know, man. It gets like, like that. Bro. It does get like that. But like, honestly, I've just been like wanting to hear your shit. Like ever since you played that shit at the, yeah. I've just been wanting to hear man. it. I can't wait. Yo, bro, I, I, I can't wait for the world to hear what I got. When's it dropping? Top of the year. All right. The tentative date hasn't been locked in yet, but definitely first quarter. We going hard, man. 100 million ain't enough. Be on the lookout for that. Definitely going to be a classic for Man. years to come. Thank you so much for coming on. Everyone, check out Smoke Bulger's shit. Check out his clothing. Check out his music. Where can they follow you? Follow your boy, Instagram, Smoke Bulger DG. That's Smoke B-U-L-G-A-D-G. Follow your boy, man. You know what I mean? You might get to see a little bit of anything on there. <laughs> my life like a movie real language for real thank you for coming on thank you guys for listening we'll see you next time peace